Hello everyone, my name is Rafal and I would like to welcome you to my Hatshot Photography podcast. I hope everyone start this year on the positive note. It seems like it's going to be a very busy year, which makes me extremely excited. And today's podcast, I would like to talk about some basics. Um, one of the most common questions I've been receiving, how we can analyze if this is a good or bad headshot. And this whole thing is quite complex, and we're going to unpack this whole thing today, and we're going to just basically talk about all those elements, how to even look at headshots and how to analyze them, what to look for. And I know there are some things which are obvious for most of us, and we kind of know exactly, okay, this is a good headshot or bad headshot, but we're going to just go a little bit more deeper, and we're going to just look on those kind of images from completely different perspective. And we're going to just unpack what to look for, how to analyze it. And um, yeah, hopefully by the end of this podcast, you guys are going to look at those images from completely different perspective. And I know from my own experience, sometimes people just need to look at the image and they can tell you right away if they like it or if they don't like it. But this is most of the time just a feeling. But recognize what it's kind of what we like and what we don't like. It's a completely different story. And I'm sure most of us run into the situation where we have client and we basically did the photo shoot and the client say, hey, I don't like this image. And if you ask them why they don't like it, um, they have a hard time to say it. And also I see that on social media quite often where people um, basically make some judgment and they say, hey, I don't like this image, um, but they don't know why. And in today's podcast, we're going to try to basically dive deep into this and try to kind of look at headshots from kind of different angles. And we're going to analyze it, what to look for. Okay, so as always, I divided this to some points and we're going to go for them step by step and we're going to just discuss this entire topic. So the first thing, of course, is something which is obvious and I don't think that's even need much discussion is clarity and sharpness of the image. This is the basic stuff. Um, this is something that, of course, we need to see the image that is clear it's is 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 basically sharp we see all the details we see everything what we supposed to see and um, that's as i said it's something that it doesn't need too much analysis we just kind of see this um, right away and from the photography uh, perspective of course nowadays we have quite good equipment which we can basically shoot extremely sharp um, images. But sometimes what happens, and this is something which I'm sure happened to most of hatchet photographers, that the focal point was basically pushed to some different area, like, you know, tip of the nose or, you know, um, the ears or sometimes even the background. And even though we see that image kind of clear on the back of the screen looks okay, but as soon as we download that image to our computer and we open up that image in Photoshop, we can clearly see that the image is out of focus. There's different techniques to kind of bring that sharpness back, but most of the times in my case, and I don't even bother to 
um, try to fix those images, those images go straight to the garbage. Um, but we want to make sure that the image is properly focused in and the, the sharpness is on your subject eyes. Eyes in headshots are the most important element and we want to make sure that um, the eyes are sharp because that's what people are going to look at it. So that's the first element we have to look for. And I know, as I said, sometimes we see those things clear on the back of the screen, but you know we have to make sure that um, the image has that focal point in the right um, place in our headshot. And um, you know the best way to do that is basically download those images to computer and analyze them closely straight from your computer to make sure that the sharpness is there. The next one is, of course, composition of the headshots. And every photographer has a different style. As you guys probably know, there are photographers who shoot very tight. Um, some photographers, they even crop the top of the head because they want to make sure that there is a focal point on the human eyes and the face. So as they say that, you know, eyes are the most important and that's where this whole important element is. Um, so in my case and the way I look at it, um, the way you compose your images, I prefer where the image is a little bit wider, just a tiny bit, just in case for the safety reason. Um, nowadays, I'm pretty precise, so I, I can crop and compose the image the way I like straight from the camera. But I remember when I started my hatchet photography journey, I was all over the place. I was zooming in and out. I was moving back and forth and, and each image was composed differently. So we want to make sure that, you know, we have some kind of consistent composition with um, the image. And, you know, also depends, and we're going to discuss this a little bit later, what the image is used for. There is some other kind of like components and elements, how we're going to compose this image based on what this image is going to be used for. But we want to make sure that there is specific flow in the image. Typically for headshots, we want to make sure that the image is right in the middle um, or a little bit off the middle, middle kind of like the center of, of the image, but we don't want to kind of push it to some kind of, you know, deep edges where, you know, the image looks kind of off. Um, so the composition is another element because also what I've noticed, if we start really composing these images the kind of weird way, um, people might get kind of weird feeling from it, right? So composing headshot kind of seems like it's no brainer, but, you know, we can kind of crop it or we can just position their eyes or, you know, put certain angles uh, the way that the image has really a nice flow um, and we're going to talk a little bit about it later but this is the next element how we get and analyze the image how it's composed um, and from the professional standpoint um, I always say that it's kind of good to create this kind of own style of composing your headshots so there's some kind of consistency um, there is some kind of flow to your images. So whoever's going to be looking at those images, they're going to see that, you know, this photographer knows what he's doing or what she's doing because they have this really nice consistency how they compose the image. 
The next one is, of course, lighting. This is another big element of headshot. Um, and, you know, based on the way I see it, you can use whatever equipment you have, whatever makes you comfortable, whatever you can afford. Um, there is no kind of like rule that this is what you should use to shoot your headshots when it comes to the lighting. As you guys probably remember, um, I started with speed lights. Uh, now I'm using constant lighting. Um, I know there are photographers who use natural light. So whatever makes you comfortable, whatever you like, whatever your style is, um, but you know, with kind of artificial light, like flash or constant lighting, I think that you have a little bit more control to be more precise, especially if you're doing this professionally. And if you want to have this consistent look, it's important to have this lighting um, figured it out, um, you know, and, and kind of like we can unpack this a little bit more, but I don't want to talk about lighting on much kind of deeper level because when it comes to shooting headshots and when it comes to lighting, um, everyone has different approach. Um, everyone has a different style. There's all sorts of different techniques you can use. You can use one light. You can use two lights. You can use three, four lights. Um, you know, again, you can use flush. You can use constant lighting. Um, you can use panels. You can use soft boxes. So there is a lot of, lot of options. You have to just find um your style the stuff would please you and your clients and kind of stick to it and kind of make sure that you know how to perfect it so you know exactly what you're doing the next element is background so background it's again another big element when it comes to the headshot because it's creating mood it's creating some kind of um um, some kind of style to your images. And again, there's endless options. You can use artificial backgrounds, you can use AI, you can use, you know, all sorts of different things you can you can kind of to create your specific backgrounds which you like. I deeply believe that again, backgrounds add so much to the image. And it's important to explore them and see what your clients like. I know there is some kind of standards. I know there is some kind of trends nowadays where photographers can use specific type of background for, let's say, you know, business headshots or for actor headshots. There's, there's, let's say, different ones. They're a little bit more cinematic. On, you know, there's there's some artistic ones as well. So I deeply believe that everyone should explore it. Um, try different things because, as I said, backgrounds adds so much to the headshots. Um, and with the backgrounds, you can also create your own style of headshots, which is going to be unique. It's going to be specific for your style. So don't kind of get limited or don't um, kind of feel that you should stick what everybody else is doing. I highly recommend it to try new things because you just don't know what you're going to get. And then if you find something which you like and your client's going to like, um, you know, you can create your own style of headshots, which going to just makes your clients super happy. OK, so now we're going to go to a little bit more technical stuff. Now we're going to go to things which really takes the headshots to the next level. And the next element 
which is important to analyze whenever we're looking at any type of headshot image is phase expression. And here, this is the biggest one, in my opinion. Um, this is something which it's something we have to work on. It's not like, you know, you're going to put someone at the front of the camera and you're going to get whatever face expressions you like. Every client is different. Every client needs a little bit of time to get them where you want them to be when it comes to creating those specific face expressions. And there are some people who, you know, they can give you whatever you like because they feel comfortable out of, of the front of the camera they know how to kind of create those specific face expressions um, but that's something which we need to master because as i said every client is different and there are some clients who can kill it on the first 10 minutes of your headshot session but there are some clients which needs hour two hours to get them um, mentally where they can kind of provide you the face expressions which you like but the best way to analyze and we're going to talk a little bit about it later how to analyze face expressions is to look at the image and kind of try to feel it like what you feel from that person because if you kind of i don't know see an image and you know i don't i don't know someone is surprised or is angry or is frustrated or is scared you're going to feel it it's fascinating that you can really feel emotions from face expression. And this is one of the biggest things what every headshot photographer has to learn because, you know, I, I know I've been repeating myself, but we focus, in my opinion, way too much on the technical side, but we don't really analyze um, the face expressions, you know, things which really takes the images to the next level. Um, I could spend probably hours talking about it, but capturing natural face expressions positive one depends again what the image is used for is extremely important and we need to basically look at it and analyze it if we capture the right face expression for specific person and this is one of those elements which is extremely important for every headshot image the next one is of course eye contact um, you guys probably know from your own experience and this is also something which I was frustrated for many many years that you know sometimes people look at you but they're not there and what happens is they look at the camera you capture the image is beautifully done technically but there's no connection the person is staring at you or they're glaring at you but you know their mind is somewhere else and you can really feel that so having that tight eye connection is extremely important and typically what I do uh, when it comes to getting this eye connection with my subject I'm telling my clients or my subject is to not only look at the camera but also think about where you're looking at it to focus on because when they do that they not only look at you but they also think about it and that's what kind of creates this really unique eye connection with uh, the camera and you can really capture that and you can really feel it that the person is mentally there. The next one is posture and body language. Um, this is something, again, it's a big topic, but it's important to make sure that the client or your subject is engaged with you and the posture and the body language says that. Because if your clients sit there or stand there, but you know they just kind of like 
look like soldiers. Um, there's no flow to the image. Um, and the body says a lot. If, if, if someone is, I don't know, just standing there and it's not really engaged and their body says that, you know, they don't want to be there, um, you can really, really feel that. So it's important to learn about the body language, um, how to pose your subject, how to make them feel confident, how they make them look that, you know, they're present and they, they, they're there and their body says that, you know, they're engaged with you. That's extremely important. I, I'm going to do another probably podcast on this topic because there's a lot of to unpack there. But this is one of those elements we have to kind of pay attention to. If someone is sitting, let's say, on the chair and, and their arms are just basically shut down and, you know, they look like they're scared or they don't want to be there, it, it, the image is going to send the wrong message, right? So the posture and the body language is extremely important. Um, there are tons of books on this. You can really just go on the Amazon and there is like endless amount of books about the body language and you can really use that knowledge into your headshots. Even though you don't see much of the body um, in, on the image, but even kind of like a little thing, which, you know, just, just makes the person feel, you know, insecure, you can really sense that and feel it. So that's something which is, again, extremely important. The next element to pay attention to is, of course, attire. Um, it's important what your subject is wearing, what colors, patterns, um, how it's going to make the person look. Um, I just want to point it out that sometimes just because something looks good on person doesn't mean it's going to photograph well. So in my case, I always ask my clients to bring several different options because if they're going to bring more options, there is more wardrobe to play with and we're always going to be able to find something which is going to work. And the thing is, you know, as I said, just because something looks good on the person doesn't mean it's going to photograph well and I need to test it. So I'm not going to just tell the person, okay, wear this and, you know, I, I'm sure it's going to work. I need to photograph it. I need to kind of look at it and then I'm going to tell the person, okay, this is going to work or not. Um, again, depends on the type of session we're shooting this is like i don't know artist headshot or this is you know business headshots or actor headshot or um i don't know real estate agents you know they they're they wearing different attire um so it's important to as i said have some options choose wisely analyze it how this whole thing looks like on the image not just on the person and then you can make those critical decisions and make sure, you know, the attire is going to add something positive to the image rather than um, just, I don't know, destroying the image because, you know, I had situations where, you know, the client brought some clothing which was just too bulky or didn't fit well or, you know, wasn't pressed and, you know, properly, even though nowadays you can fix some of those stuff. But as I said, the attire is supposed to, you know, take the image to the next level, not just kind of destroying it. And I've been in these situations. I'm sure you've gone that too. So it's extremely important to pay attention to it. And there's a few other things which I want to point it out. The next one is, of course, retouching and editing. Um, nowadays, we're pushing to more natural look. We don't overdo those images, but proper retouching can definitely take your image to the next level, but we also want to make sure it's not 
overdone. And that's how we can analyze the image, right? We can look at it and we can say right away, hey, you know what, this is, looks really natural. It not, doesn't destroy the texture of the skin or, you know, we're not putting some crazy stuff um, on the image. So the retouching and editing is extremely important and that's how we can also analyze it if this is good or bad. Retouching, it's extremely important. We want to make sure it's done properly. I know there's a lot of photographers out there who states that, well, you know, I wanted my pictures look good straight from the camera. Um, I agree with this. We should get as close as possible, but we also need to kind of polish the image, clean it up, some of those stuff, um, and make sure that, you know, there's nice flow, there's nice texture, there's nice nice balance of colors and everything is done properly because that's how we can really take the image to the next level and looks professional. And unfortunately, there's no person out there who looks, you know, perfect. We all have some flaws, you know, our skin is not perfect. Um, even if you have a makeup artist and hairstylist, there's, there's always something which, you know, can be kind of polished and, 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 you know, we can bring this image to the next uh, level. So that's something which is extremely important and that's something that we need to pay attention to and make sure that it's done properly because if it's not done properly it's going to just basically degrade the image and it's not going to look good and there's a few other stuff um, the next one is something which is kind of obvious is the resolution of the image because i've noticed there's some photographers who giving out like low resolution images and people kind of update them or put them on their websites and they try to, you know, they don't fit to, um, I don't know, the, the, the standards of the quality of the image and that the image gets blurry or it doesn't, you know, it doesn't look good. So in my case, I always try to work with my clients to make sure whatever they put out there, they put the image on their social media, um, the, the profile images or the website or for printing, I always try to um, help them and assist them to pick the right resolution for whatever they need because this is something which is um, extremely important to make sure that the client know and they get the help to use those images properly. So that's something to pay attention to and this is something also whenever we're giving out to our clients, we want to make sure that you know we're giving them um, you know, everything the proper way because it's going to be affecting our our reputation because if you do good job and the client takes low resolution image and print it and it's going to look like crap, of course, it's going to impact how people are going to look at those images and they, they're they going to just basically um, might have this wrong feelings about what do we do. Um, and now we're going to go to some things which again, it's in my opinion, extremely important is emotional impact of the image. And this is what I was talking about at the beginning. Sometimes we look at the image and we get this specific feel. And this is something which in, in my opinion is extremely important because this is how we can really say if the image is great. And I'm sure all of us run through those images where we look at it and you're just like, oh my God, this image sends some some kind of emotion, some kind of story, some kind of like, you know, um, we kind of feel the image and, and our gut is telling like, oh my God, this is, this is 
so good or so bad, it depends. Um, but that's something also we should pay attention to, right? So whenever we look at those images, that's the kind of the first thing what do we get, the, the emotions. And if we get this positive emotions, we kind of, I don't know, we, we look at the image and we just feel it. That's something we have to pay attention to. And that also tells us, you know, that there's something unique about this image. And sometimes it's even difficult to explain what it is. But knowing everything what we said before, now you can kind of break this whole thing down and you can say, hey, I like the lighting or I like the colors or I like the, the, the wardrobe or I like the face expressions. And when we kind of like analyze all those little elements, we can put this whole thing together and that's where we can understand now I know why I'm getting these emotions from this image. So looking at those images, not only from the technical perspective, but also what we feel also is going to tell us a lot about the image. The next one is relevance and purpose. So this is something, again, which is extremely important, depends what this image is used for. Um, I know different professions, different brands, different companies use those images for different things. So it's important to make sure that we're creating those images and we're doing them for the specific purpose. And typically I ask all my clients what the image is gonna be used for. What is the purpose? Um, how I, I how we can embrace certain things to make sure that this image is gonna send the right message. So. Whenever you're creating those headshots, make sure you kind of understand um, what is going to be used for. Talk to your subject, talk to your clients, talk to the companies you're working with. Um, you know, try to understand what is the big picture there, um, and then you can help them to create something which's going to just really make uh, this impact. And you're going to basically create images with the purpose, and that's what's going to basically take them to the next level. Um, the next one is, of course, consistency with branding. So that's the big one. Um, this is mostly for corporate world. Um, you know, I have companies which want to have kind of the same style of images because they want to have some kind of consistency. So again, um, depends on the brand, depends on the company you're working with. It's extremely important to make sure um, that you're just following that guideline and, um, you know, you're following what the client or the subject is looking for to make sure that it's done properly. And the last one, and this is going to be some for some people probably controversial, but I always like to get the feedback from other people. Um, could be positive, could be negative, but getting the feedback is extremely important in my opinion, because you know this is something that people looking at those images from completely different perspective. They have different feelings, they've had different moods, they have different experiences and they can look at those images a little bit differently. So that's something that it's valuable. Um, I wouldn't take those those things too personally because I know a lot of people out there, they just like automatically, if someone, they don't, someone doesn't like the image, automatically they just like take this personally, they're getting angry, whatever. Uh, but it's good to hear it. Like, you know, if they can explain why they don't like something, um, and they can maybe point out some of those things we talk about it, um, they, that can give you some good feedback and then you can just kind of improve your work by listening to um, other people. So that's something which, in my opinion, is extremely important. Don't be scared to do that. 
Um, I always try to listen what other people say, what they feel, getting feedback from your client, from your subject, getting people, getting feedback from, I don't know, their coworkers or, or whatever, your friends, like whoever is out there who can look at those images and just kind of give you what they feel, it's valuable. And as I said, use it because that's what's going to make you better photographer and it's going to make you look at your work completely different. Okay, so that would just be everything I think what I would like to cover. Um, please let me know if there is anything you would like to add to this. I hope that was um, interesting and that was something which kind of will help you to analyze those images and then look at them completely different way. And um, hopefully that's going to improve your headshots. Um, so again, thank you for listening. I hope that was interesting. If there's anything you would like to add please feel free to reach out to me. You guys know where to find me. And um, yeah, I would like to wish you a fantastic week. Um, stay tuned and I'll chat with you guys very soon. Bye-bye.